The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. NASCAR America Motor Mouse with A.J. Allmendinger, Kyle Petty. I'm Marty Snyder. It's been an interesting first seven weeks of the season. Nice to have those little highlights to look back on to see how it's all gone down so far in 2019. Lots to talk about on the show today. So here's our starting grid of topics on Motor Mouse. Bristol Motor Speedway next up on the docket for the Cup Series this weekend. And we expect it to be fast. What makes this place so much fun for drivers and the fans as well? We'll get A.J. and Kyle's power rankings and who they think are the top drivers right now. Is it unanimous that that guy is number one, Kyle Busch? And what have you learned through the first seven races of 2019? Some interesting takes from A.J. and Kyle on the racing so far this year. Of course, we want to hear from you. Call in using the phone number 844-NASCAR-NBC or use the hashtag, let me say this. So Kyle and A.J., a couple highlights there to get us going, see what happened so far in 2019. <laughs> What's your biggest takeaway in the first seven races of the year, KP? Man, I don't have a takeaway. Oh, come uh, on. You got something. You know what? I, 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 I think this past week, um, my takeaway is optimism a, a little bit. I think, I think finally the package is coming into its own at a decent racetrack where we could see it really work. Um, I didn't see it at Atlanta. I didn't maybe see it at Phoenix. You heard drivers complain about what it was doing, and, and we didn't see what we thought we were going to see. But I thought here uh, we saw some. My biggest takeaway is is there's two organizations that are just kicking everybody's rear end. Um, so that's the, that's the biggest takeaway. And, and there's some teams that have not risen to the occasion that I really thought would be in the mix by now. Like? Like the Hendrick organization. Okay. I think they did show up at, at, at they were Texas. Better. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. They showed up. I didn't see them show up the first six races. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Chase, I'll say Chase showed up at Martinsville. But um, I, I think they obviously... They took those first four or five races and said, we got to do something. They revamped, and that shows the power of Hendrick Motorsports that they can because you know how hard it is. When you start a season behind, you don't catch up until you go to the next season a lot of times. Some teams don't. An organization like Hendrick can be behind and catch up quick. I thought he was going to say Stuart Haas when I said, like who? So what's your take on the first seven races, AJ? This may not be a shocker to anybody, but Kyle Busch, can pretty much drive <laughs> anything and any, any type of package. What? I mean, it's, really? And what, 
I know Denny Hamlin won this weekend. He won in Daytona, but and some of it was Kyle's mistake. But the fact that he went up there and, and hit the fence in traffic. Yeah. But if that didn't happen, he's still probably going to win the race. And it just is crazy to me how good the guy is at figuring out. And that 18 team as a whole, no matter what they give us, meaning NASCAR, that they're going to go out there and figure out how to make it the fastest. And Kyle Busch, more often than not, is going to figure out how to drive it better yeah. than everybody else. And he's doing that. But didn't we see this last year in, in last year's package where he was clearly better than his Gibbs teammates? It was like the 18 and the other Gibbs guys were here. Yeah, I. but at the, the 78 was, you know, Martin Truex. Yeah. I know he wasn't a Gibbs car. But, at the you time, know, yeah. But he could kind of run. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. No, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. But he say. could kind of run Kyle Busch. I didn't basically. say anything. But, yes. And this, <laughs> this is what makes Kyle Busch so good is the fact right. that, yeah, he's better than, yes. than his teammates. And you yeah. think Every about, year. too, you mentioned Texas. That could have been a win. And there was a race earlier this year. We had a speeding penalty. Yep. Felt like he gave, it was Atlanta, I believe. Felt like he gave that race away. Yeah, here's the deal. Kyle Busch is in that position where he can look back on a year and saying, there's three that, that I just messed up. Legitimately okay. had a shot Where to win. Most it. drivers look at the end of the year and said, there's three that I only had a shot to win. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he has a shot legitimately every single week that we go to the race. This is how good Kyle so Bush is. This was a couple years ago. He said to me at driver's meeting, we were just talking about struggling stuff. He said, yeah, man, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Like, we struggled one year. I mean, we we only won two races. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I would have taken that. All right, right. yeah. Well, Remember like, that one time we struggled? Like, yeah, I was Remember like, whatever, dude. You don't know we only won two races. Yeah. Uh, keeping his perfect record alive, Kyle, your caller. Carl. Carl. Carl's here. Carl's, Carl's on baby. number one. Yeah. By the way, Carl, you tweeted us before the race. We, tweeted all of us, we, man. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, Carl. And we appreciate you keeping your record alive of being the first caller on Motor Mouse. How, what's on your mind today? Good afternoon. Uh, my question today is kind of what you guys just touched on. Yes, we're fairly early into the season. I feel other drivers will win. But what did you guys' opinion on levels of concern, if any, for NASCAR that these first seven races, just two racing teams and four drivers has taken command of the races like they have? Yeah. Carl, good question. And obviously you've hired somebody that write your questions for you because that was very succinct very good thank you very much um, <laughs> good job man good job here's what I, here's what I'm gonna say I believe that we've always had almost almost always last year we had three but we've almost always had two teams two teams that that are just better whether that was let's go back in time whether that was junior Johnson and Petty Enterprises whether that was Hendrick Motorsports, when they only had a couple of cars and Childress Racing, there's always been a couple that rise above everybody else each season. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the same two for a couple of seasons, and then somebody will, will replace them. Um, I think it's more obvious this year when you look at Penske and Gibbs and you look yep. at those two teams because those two teams now account for seven cars. So it's, it's different. It's not just two cars. When we used to say two teams, a car apiece, now there's seven cars that are out there doing it. That's a good point, and it really goes back nine races. The last two races of last yeah. year, and you can go, you know, 10 of the last 11 as well. Yeah, and something like this, you're always going to have organizations in a aero package. And I yeah. know over the last couple of years we've changed aero packages, but we haven't a lot because all we've done is keep decreasing downforce yeah. over the last couple of years. This aero package is completely different. So this is what happens when, when you get something brand new is you're going to have a couple of organizations – that True. figured out better than everybody else. But we always talk about it. Those garages, they're wide open. 
The hoods are up. Yes. Eventually, these people are smart enough. Yeah, they're going to figure it out. They're going to see what they're doing, and they're going to figure it out. And to your point, Kyle, Hendrick was terrible for six races, and then went to Vegas and made a huge jump. So in the old days, different organizations figured out. In the old days, when people cheated, okay, (laughs) if you saw, if I saw AJ doing something that wasn't exactly right, I wouldn't turn him in. I'd just start doing it. Yeah. Okay. And that's basically what AJ's saying. If I see something on your car. And you're outrunning me. I'm going to adjust mine the same way, so we're going to fall in line. That's what amazes me about these garage areas like Las Vegas, where you can just look straight <laughs> yeah. down in the car. Yeah. It's crazy. And take pictures of it. Think I mean, about it in any other sport. What if we had every NFL team in the same room? Yeah. Because it's the same thing. And they had to practice. And they, and they had to practice. And, and they had to put their, their plays. yeah their play playboard. <laughs> and, you, and, and it's and it's interesting sometimes because you watch certain fans. Really detailing their pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I know. I know. Like, like, how do they know? Oh, 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 oh. That, that's a great topic. <laughs> that's real not quick. a fan, is it? We're, we're going to get to Danny in a second. Great topic real quick. How many how many spies would you say are legitimately in the garage area at a, at a garage like Las Vegas where you can look directly down the hood of a race car? More than were ever used by any country during the Cold War. Oh, yeah. come on. That's <laughs> good serious. No, what? sorry. Like 10, 12? I mean, oh, I'm seriously. sure there's a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of people... Taking pictures at, at the things that need to be taken pictures of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you, you ever take are. pictures of another car? Just I to... didn't know I was looking at it. <laughs> Probably true, right? Yeah. All right. Danny from Sheffield, Ohio. Danny, what's on your mind today? Hey, guys. How's it going this evening? Good, hey, man. I'm going to give a quick preference before Kyle yells at me. I saw Richard, <laughs> oh, no. I saw Richard Petty, Ned Jarrett, Buck and Buddy Baker, Cotton Owens, and Wendell Scott. I saw them drive on dirt. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I raced against Blaney's you, grandfather. Did you really? No way. Yeah. Where are you from? Where's yeah. this call from? Sheffield, Ohio. I'm, Sheffield, Ohio. I'm yeah. from Ohio, but I'm from central Pennsylvania. All right, man. So, and, he's, uh, so he's just said, right, what's, 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 you, what's your question? I'm still <laughs> going to be hard. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew Kyle would get to me that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm looking for the 47 car to show some, show some stoutness at Bristol this weekend. There you go, AJ. Your old car. Is that a question? Is, is that a, a question or a slam at AJ? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? No, no, are, you, no. are you a fan of I'm the underdogs? Of yeah. <laughs> I'm just sorry he's not in the car anymore. But it, Priest is going to bring the modified brigade back where it should be. You know, when well, Bodine won yeah. his yeah. race, when Bodine's Danny, were Danny here, here, here's the problem. He brings and, up a great point. Do, do here's the problem. Kyle Bush is showing yeah. up at Bristol. Yeah, State. that's the problem. So it's no different than. You know, Ryan Priest thinking, going to Martinsville, like, yeah. okay, I know this racetrack a yeah. lot. I've run – well, he hasn't run a million laps in a cup car. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's uh, And that's what makes the cup series yeah. so fun. But as a driver sometimes, so frustrating is there's there's not there, – you know, me being a road course guy, yeah. by the time I got done, there's 20 road course drivers in yeah. there. Like, no matter where you go, the best and the cream are going to rise to the top. Now, at Bristol – can you take a team that's maybe not quite as good right now and maybe a little bit behind yeah. on arrow and make a difference? Sure, you can definitely do that. But as you said, Kyle Bush is still showing yeah, up there. Sorry. Like it's <laughs> Joey Logano yeah, still Joey showing up. Brad up. That's exactly. But to Danny's point, Ryan did, you, did you as an underdog feel like you had a better shot at maybe the short tracks? Like Martins, we always ran great at yeah, Martinsville. No, yeah, there, there are certain yeah. racetracks where the arrow package doesn't make as big of a difference. So, yes. Martinsville was always a great pl- great place. Bristol was a place that I had great runs going. I mean, it's a tough racetrack, but those certain types of racetracks, you can make a bit of a difference. But to all of a sudden take a 
20, 25th yeah. place car right but, now and make it a winning car? Probably not. But when you went there as a driver, did did you go in? You're, are you were you more pumped up thinking? Yeah, I got a little bit. I'm, I, I can run better here. Of than, course, than, than you of do. course. Yeah. And we yeah. all have our favorite racetracks where you're, oh, yeah. you're more excited to go than others. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there are certain racetracks that we would pinpoint like yeah. we have to have a better day here than the next racetrack. Yeah. We put all the same effort into every racetrack. Sure, yeah. but yeah. there are. Certain places where Arrow doesn't make quite as big of a deal. Now at Bristol, where they're going to be running like 13-second lap times possibly, <laughs> yeah. Arrow's going to be a they're big gonna, deal. They're going to be like a circle. They're going to be quicker at Bristol, no doubt. Hey, we're going to get a story from you about your first Bristol race. Okay. Just tell, tell it like you told on the conference call today. It's Perfect. fantastic. You don't want to miss it. So today on Motor Mouse, we'll show you our top five moments from the spring races at Bristol. And by the way, a brand new Coffee with Kyle dropped today. Hall of Famer Ken Squires, the guest. Yes. A preview is coming up. And of course, Kyle wants to hear from you. Call him or us, 844-NASCAR-NBC, or tweet us using the hashtag, let me say this. Big win at Texas. Cowboy boots go with that. And a revolver, too, Kyle. Mm. And he moved up to second in the standings. Check that out. The playoff leaderboard. One of four drivers locked into the playoffs, I would say, at this point. Through the first seven races. Start talking about playoffs very soon there, won't we, Kyle? Very soon. I thought we'd been talking about it the last six or seven weeks. <laughs> we have. <laughs> hey, every Wednesday on NBCSports.com, our writers put together their list of the top ten drivers in our NBC Sports Power Rankings. Here's what we've got heading into Bristol this weekend. So this is what the writers came up with, AJ. Yeah, um, I mean, we got we got Nate Ryan. He's he's off camera right yeah, now. Camera. I'm trying to figure out. And I know Jimmy. I know Jimmy had a good run this week or yeah. this past week in Texas. But at Martinsville, he, 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 like, he like, Kyle, I just I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, so this, is what, this is what this is this is what I like. There. They say give us your top ten power rankings, and the writers come up with a tie. And you can re- yeah. you can make it any way you want to. Just put one of them ten. We got we Just got two one ties. Of them 10. I didn't realize that we got yeah. a third. Oh my gosh! On the bottom, there's a tie. There's a, that's what I mean. Two ties. We got one in third and one in ninth. The yeah. original formula for like, like creating that. our power rankings right. was like this complicated system. Your yeah, mind's really that complicated. Nate and I came up with. And then now I think it's just gone. Just put 10 yeah. guys on yeah, there. My, yeah. Much like your power much, rankings, Much Kyle, like mine. Here's Kyle's power rankings. So did you just go down the point standing? No, I'll put, put the guys who have been winning races at the, at the top <laughs> okay. right there. All right, that's and good. And then I got that's Joey. Yeah. I, I got Joey because he, he won. Uh, Blaney's led a lot of laps. Chase has shown improvement. Yeah, Chase Kevin's Kevin. Kevin's Kevin. I put da- I put Daniel in there because of how he ran last week. I think the nine car has been consistent and the one car has been yeah. consistent. So that's how that's kind of the way I think. Just consistency. You got Daniel in your top ten. I, I, I said because running, of how he ran last week. Back, said, well, back I, to I, back I, I top kind of, for yes. Daniel. So I put those guys in there for consistency. I'll buy all of that. Notice there's no ties in mine. <laughs> no ties. Say, no ties. The writers wound up yeah, with no two ties. When you yeah, make yeah. your own list, don't tie things. Okay? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. One, right. two, three, four, five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AJ, I mean, what'd you come up with today? Mine's similar to, to KP's. You know, Kyle Busch number one. Brad with two wins. Joey. I think overall has 
had more consistent speed, but right. Danny's got two wins, so you got to put him We're there. Kind of close. You got you got Kevin, you got Amarola, Blaney, and same deal. Same. No, I didn't put Truex in mine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, Martin's I'm just sorry. quiet, and then same thing. Chase Elliott out of that Hendrick group consistently has been the yeah. best car, you and know, Kurt Busch has just had a lot of solid top ten runs. Yeah. Nothing flashy, yeah. but. I thought we had the same ones, but then I was looking at the monitor and I realized that was your list. Yeah, it's close. There's no ties. No ties. No ties. No ties. No ties in mine either, if anyone cares. No ties. By the way, unanimous that we have Kyle Busch number one. Yeah. So I've got Denny up there in third. Joey Logano. I put Eric Almirola fifth. I think Eric is flying below the radar somehow. I'll give you that. And and churning out consistent finishes, KP. I think they're doing a good job. For sure. I don't. I don't know what's going on with the four team. I don't. You know. I know they're frustrated. I know they don't quite have a handle on it. Yet, Kevin Harvick, third in the championship standing. They just, on point standings, they yeah. just figure out a way to, they to just get it finish done races. Yeah, they finish. That, they, that's I, don't know, I know they don't have the speed they want, but they somehow find a way to finish races. But that makes front. them dangerous because they're just, 100%. when they're not at their best, they're still knocking out solid top five, top ten runs, just finishing being there. When they figure it out, that's, that's dangerous. And I, there's something to be said, too, of... We always talk about it going in the playoffs, not peaking too early. Yeah, correct. We saw it last year. They were dominant, yeah. I mean, dominant throughout the course of the season. You get to the champion run in the playoffs and the championship four, maybe you're not at your peak. So, uh, as you said, it's the biggest thing of, you know, well, you're third in points, and we're like, man, they're struggling. Like it's <laughs> not and good. how many times did we hear them say they leaned on all those points yeah, throughout yeah. the playoffs, yep. but then one of the big three – did, you know, did yeah. not win the championship. Yeah. Uh, a couple of interesting things there. I didn't have Blaney in my top ten. I think they need to finish a race, in my opinion. Yeah, like, they do. They, they do. They've got but speed they've shown occasionally. They, can they need to finish a race. The interesting thing, nobody, nobody, including the writers, had Kyle Larson in their top ten. You surprised by that? No, not really, no. because you, you, take a, you take Atlanta, and they were having a great run, and he sped on pit road, and then, then Vegas, they had that pit issue where the, the guy was – putting his hand down or waving at somebody, yeah. I think, and he got penalized for it. But same, you talk about Blaney not finishing a race. You yeah. know, Kyle Larson, they got to put together a whole race. Yeah. Maybe Bristol's coming at the right time for that group. They love that racetrack. Yeah. I'm, I'm just surprised they haven't been able to finish a race. So uh, let's check in with Anthony in Florida. Anthony, usually you give us some stats to consider. So I think KP Anthony, you're on the, clock. you on the clock. How are you, Anthony? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you three guys doing? Good, bud. Good. Seven seconds, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, uh, I wish Kyle Petty had his crystal ball somewhere because the question I wanted to ask you guys is, will Hendrick Motorsports win a race this season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll win. Yeah. Will they or where will they win a race? What, what, what was your question, Anthony? Will they? Well, right? like, well will. The, so the question will. was, uh, will Hendrick Motorsports win a race this year? Will. Yeah. I think yes is the answer, yeah. too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'd, it'd be hard-pressed for that organization hard, yeah. to go with zero wins out of the yeah. four cars. All right, then who winds up winning that first race for them? Chase. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does I Jimmy agree. Johnson win a race this year? That's the, ma- that's the question that you need the, the Magic 8 ball for. I didn't bring it this week. I'll bring it next week. I will bring the Magic 8 ball. You're, 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 you're going to ask the Magic 8 ball. And they bring cards consistent enough like yeah. they did at Texas That's right. With that Good speed? point. Yes. Yes. Jimmy Johnson will find a way yeah. to win. If it's the first six races, then no. no. I don't know if they if, will. If but they give some, but if, this is, if Texas is a sign of what they can do, then yes. If Jimmy Johnson right. will win. If they give him a consistent car that he can understand and begin to build on that, 
But if it's inconsistent the way it's been the first five or six races, you don't know where to go. You know, that's the worst thing yeah. for a driver. You don't know. It's like when you drive a car, you either want it to be push or loose, but not pushing and loose because you can't fix both of them at the same time. You just give him a consistent foundation, a consistent product, and let him lead you where you need to be, and he'll win a race. All right, Michael is up next. Michael, what's on your mind? Hi, good morning. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. The question is, uh, during the race, the drivers are all looking for clean air all the time to run faster in. During qualifying, nobody wants to go out and run in clean air. What's the difference here? Qualifying comes mm. up. Segment two, That's qualifying an excellent comes question. Up. Yes, That's right. An excellent question. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I never qualified like this. I only did single car qualifying. You answered this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so when, when you go out in qualifying, you have fairly fresh tires. The first, the first run in qualifying, yeah. you have brand new tires. And, and for the most part, as we've seen, they don't wear off too much. So a draft makes a big deal. For one lap, getting that car to have, or in multiple cars, we've seen it, the, the car last in line usually has the fastest speed, carries enough speed down the straightaway, and the tires have enough grip in them to hold the car through the corners. But during the race, each lap as the tires wear down and you don't have clean air on the car, it starts abusing those tires more and more, more each lap. So yes, it's, you know, generically, it's kind of strange where in qualifying, yeah. you want a lot of cars in front of you, but in the race, and it doesn't matter what type of racing you go to, you're always gonna talk about clean air. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're dirt racing in World of Outlaws with a big wing on top, it doesn't matter if you're IndyCar racing, Formula One. Clean air makes a way bigger difference. And if you're in clean air, it helps save the tires. That's but, a really good explanation. Clearly getting really that good. pull up and yep. qualifying, being really that good. second car in line, is an advantage. You, you gain speed yeah. by doing that. Even though Daniel Suarez told me yesterday on our Splash and Go segment that it, you know, he he was wanted walked into the team and said, I want to qualify by myself. I don't want to be in a group. I want to be by myself. And it worked out if he was happy in the top five, which That's he right. was. But he was never going to get the pole unless they didn't go out let's there. Let's be honest. The last time he was in a group, he was in a fight. So let's send yeah. him out by himself. <laughs> oh, Kyle Petty. Leave it up to you. I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry, people. Well, hey, you saw the power rankings a moment ago. If you have something to say about our power rankings or you have your own power rankings, give us a call. We'll be back to the phone lines with more Motormouth next. Your dad drove my dad's uh, late model back in uh, 1984 at the Showdown of Champion. Oh, really? Oh, man, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was a great car. He loved that car. Are you headed to Tokyo for the Summer Olympics? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't gotten the nod from my bosses yet. Okay. Uh, that's during the, the two weeks off, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So as if, if I get asked to go, I'm going. For years, we're losing off weekends. And yeah. now they've thrown two back-to-back. Back-to-back. That's huge. I'm mean, happy the garage area doesn't come back. <laughs> uh, you'll never know what you see on the NASCAR America debrief after the show. Catch us on YouTube. Two weeks ago, Kyle sang a song for everybody. Yeah, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Last week, yeah. Dell Jr. said Daytona should be the championship race, so you never know what you're going to catch on the NASCAR America debrief. Make sure you chime in with your hashtags. Nate Ryan will be up with those shortly. So we're going to play rapid fire. The best thing about Motor Mouse is the lines are packed. 
from the time we start the show till the time we end the show. So we're going to try to get to as many calls as we can. So we'll start with Kenneth in Memphis, Tennessee. Kenneth, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, listen, I just want to tell you, I saw that interview you did with Daniel Suarez and got me thinking, greatest personalities in the sport. I love that Daniel Suarez. That guy's got a million-dollar smile. Man, I love Clint Boyer. I just love to know who you guys (laughs) think y'all's favorite personalities are. And I'll hang up and listen, man, and I love this Motor Mouse show. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, it Kenneth. Appreciate (laughs) you, you, man. Thank you, Kenneth. Sounds like Man Crush Wednesday to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Daniel Suarez has tons of personalities. He he and Boyer both. And and that's what this sport used to have. Tony Stewart has tons of personality. You've got tons of personality. You know and that's the deal. So much about this sport, when sponsors came in and the bigger money came in, uh, it kind of squashed that a little bit. But I, hopefully, with some of these young drivers and some of these guys, that's personality right there. <laughs> that's called a personality slam right there. Uh, that's Drew got him on the hood. That's a whole other issue. Yeah, Chief shouldn't get in driver fights. Tony Stewart, that was my favorite yeah. to watch on TV because you, you kind of were going to cringe, or you know, for me, <laughs> I, I just you didn't know, like, man. You but it was just, but it was, it was awesome. But it was like, you, it's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it's it is. And sponsors, yeah, sometimes they don't like that. Yeah, but, but man, that's what that's what the we're sport racing cars. Means, it's supposed that's to be right. fun. It's, it is supposed to be passionate about it. And those two good guys, call, man. Good call. Clint Boyer and Daniel Suarez, both a lot of fun to be yeah. around. Let's go to Larry in New York. Larry, what's on your mind today? Hi, guys. Well, I'm uh, an old-timer. I'm 85, and about uh, just under 70 years ago, I used to drive on the dirt tracks out in the fields. That's what we had back then. Yeah. So, go back quite a while. And I would certainly like to see us go back to some dirt track racing in NASCAR. I remember uh, all the drivers uh, coming around western New York. I think Richard Petty, oh. I think I saw him race at Civic you know Stadium what? in Buffalo. Hey, listen, listen. So your question is we should go back to dirt track. We have dirt, and dirt track in New York because the winters up there are so bad, asphalt can't survive. That's why you guys have to race on dirt up there. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Uh, I, I don't know. We, t- we had this conversation a couple weeks ago um, about dirt. It's just tough to get a cup car. What kind of cup race would you have on dirt from the standpoint of laps? How many laps would you run? I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean that's the point. I mean, I mean, I, it was last week when Junior was here. We had, how many laps would you run? How would you do it? You know, there's not a pit road a lot of places. You know, even at a they, you don't have that active pit road. Used to when they ran Greenville Pickens and a lot of the dirt tracks on the Cup Series, they had pit roads. That that was the way it was. But they just just it's a different. I'm not saying it wouldn't work. Uh, I'm just saying it would take a lot of work. Let's just get some it more short tracks on the yeah. schedule, and then, yeah. then we can I'm, talk about covering they them. They did that today for Xfinity and yeah. for the uh, truck series. They yeah. had more short tracks. Yeah. Trucks are going back to Richmond. There we and go. Xfinity is going back to Martinsville. No, it's silence. I didn't hear IRP. <laughs> no, never <mind. laughs> You wanted Larry to come up. Uh, Mary Lee in Pennsylvania. Mary Lee, how are you? Good. Good. What's on your mind? I was just wondering, do you think that since we have guys winning races when they've got one or two pit road penalties under their belt in a race, do you think the pit road penalties need to be a little stronger? Hmm. No, I, I, I don't. I, I, think, I think it shows that, that a team, it's, it's a team sport. Even though we talk about the drivers, it's a team sport. When you pit, two tires, four tires, do you stay out, take the wave around? Do you recover from that penalty? We saw Denny Hamlin recover from the penalty. The way the, place, the race played out. And I think that says a lot about that team. 
and, and that they were able to overcome that penalty. So, no, I, I don't want to see you get a penalty. You get a holding penalty in football, it doesn't take you out of the game. If you get a pit road penalty and it takes you out of the race, I don't like that. Yeah, and for teams like that where they got massive amounts of speed in their car, yeah. it, they're able to take more chances like that. Yeah. You know, our, our biggest thing the last couple of years when I was at JTG was the fact that if you got a pit road penalty, especially under green, I mean, yeah. it killed your race. Right. So to make it more severe, it's only going to hurt the smaller teams yeah. even more because they don't have the speed at times to make up for that. So, uh, and, and really, it only saved them the way the race played out. Yeah, that's so right, the way it played it's, out. Well, and it's no, interesting how it put Chris Gabehart in a situation where he had to call the race completely different yes. than yeah. he may have called it, yeah. and it actually worked out in their favor yeah. because would yeah. they have taken fuel only twice? I doubt it. No. But they did that because that of those been penalties. Yeah, I don't think that would have been that's, – that's not a plan you would have set down at the beginning of the day. Okay, right here, we're draw just going to take yeah. fuel. Yeah. No. Exactly not. right. Exactly right. Damon and Richmond, what's going on, Damon? Yeah, I've got a question um, I really don't hear a lot about is tires and what Goodyear brings to the track. Um whether, you know, you went to tires that wear out where they've got to really drive the cars, you know, to protect them or put tires on that last 300 laps and you, you can come in there and do some pit stops and strategy. I just, I think, I think the the tires have a lot more to do than with the racing packages we have and what, what direction you think we should go with the, with Goodyear. He brings up a great point, and he says he doesn't hear a lot of talk about it, but in the garage area, there's a lot of talk about tires right now, especially how hard they were at Texas, Kyle. Yeah, so what's the problem? You no know, problem. Because, because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Goodyear is a tire manufacturer. They manufacture the safest tire and the best tire they can bring to the racetrack to put on the best show they can. It's not their job, I don't believe to save the aero package, to save racing single-handedly, and to make everybody happy with what they bring. They have to protect Goodyear. That's, who, that's, who they, that's what this is all about. So I think a lot of times we put too much on Goodyear saying, they brought a bad tire. They brought, a, they brought the tire that all of us used. Everybody had to use the same thing. We were all on equal footing. They brought a great tire. Again, we were all on the same tire. So, you know, we do hear a lot about the tires, like you say. But I think through the course of history in this sport, they used to run Daytona on a set and a half. You know what I mean? Think about that, a 500-mile race at Daytona on a set and a half of tire. My dad won it a couple of times just gas and go at the end of the race and already had 70 or 80 laps on a tire, which that's 150, 200 miles. That's unheard of in this day and time. So I think when you look at it, 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 you're always going to have the tire, the, the arrow and the tire grip, that level is always going to fight itself. It's, and you've got to find that balance. And I think that's what we need more than anything. And in their defense, AJ, the corner speeds these cup yeah. cars are doing mm-hmm. are significantly faster than Goodyear's ever had to deal with and that's before. It, and that's exactly what I was going to say is the fact that, especially when you go to these racetracks for the first time, yeah. they're going to be on the safe, safe side. side. Because the last thing Goodyear wants is tires blowing out. Yeah. It makes the series look bad. It makes them look bad. And as drivers... We aren't going to really yeah. go on TV and talk about how no. nice the tires are because the right front was blown out every 50 laps. So it's a tough thing, especially with a new aero package. Maybe the next time they go back to Texas in the fall. And they'll go tire test. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a little bit better. But especially when you go to a racetrack in a new aero package like this for the first time, yeah. they're going to be safe. The, you, you can't, the one thing you can't afford is tire failure, ever, ever. Um, and you can't get as close as we got at Indy a number of years back. And that, that's been a while, don't get me wrong, but we got very close where you could only run eight or ten laps on a, on a set of tires. Goodyear went back and spent days and weeks at Indy coming up with a tire 
that they felt was safe and raceable. And Kyle, they're always going to protect it. You know better than me, but it's the reason we don't have a tire war anymore That's between right. Goodyear and another company. Yes. Because when they were doing that, the companies were making the tires way too way soft too for soft. speed. And we saw a lot of accidents yeah. because of it. And at the end of the day, teams may not like it, but it's a safety issue. Yeah. And Goodyear really has to play it right. on the safe side. Well, coming up, we'll look ahead to this weekend's action from Thunder Valley. We'll share our top five spring moments in AJ's first ever Bristol race. Don't miss it. What are we doing? Just saying, whatever's on Facebook, it's true. So what are we doing? It said that at Charlotte Motor Speedway, you're going to run on dirt. Oh, oh we're racing on dirt? That's what it said. Oh, shoot. They're happy to announce. Oh. <laughs> Poor Taylor. I mean, his wife goes. Oh, my hey. God. That's entertaining <laughs> every Taylor. day. Every day. I'm like, do you text Man, me after this? I, I, I was like, dude, like, why do you I, – I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, she just gets picked on so like, all the time. Like that was that, that was he plays joke. more jokes on Taylor. Like, and I'm like, why, Dude, leave why, her alone. Why? Why? Why is she with you? Why like, does she I don't, stay with you? I don't know. <laughs> and he's Matt not D. really sure either. Oh, but you know, yeah, she's a good yeah, sport. Sure, yeah. She has a good. She's sport, a really good sport. She is a good sport, and we're she thankful is. for it because she goes along with it. She's oh way better. She's the way better half of Matt D. Benedetto. That's not the way better half. By the way, Matt D. is good at Bristol. He is good at Bristol. He's good at Bristol. So. So I'm wondering, you know, with the team where they are, you know, top 10, kind of, I expect this weekend from Matty D and his guys, you know? Listen, yes. that That's one of those that you talk about. Yep. You know he's had that circled. I'm in this car. Yep. I've run like this at Daytona. I've had a better year. Let's see what we can do here. You know this is a place that he's circled to say, we can come out of here with something. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is his best career finish. He finished sixth. Finished this was sixth. his yeah. spring race uh, 2016. Yeah. And it just, it kind of put him on the map, really just yeah, yeah. People showing people, you know, with less equipment, I can go out there and wheel it at the right racetrack. So uh, I have my Matt D. Benedetto swag. Okay. You're going to wear it this weekend? I'm wearing it. So, Matt, huh, don't let me down. <laughs> I will throw that stuff away after all. Is he going to be in your fantasy I'm team? Just, you I'm just making a note of it. Yeah, I'm going to put insane. him in my fantasy league. All right, there you go. Time for our top five moments from the Bristol Spring Race. We start in 2013. Joey Logano gets spun out by Denny Hamlin. This is uh, Denny moving Joey a little bit first. I mean, yeah. Got him. Yeah, there you and go. That's a little bit. <laughs> Joey was pumped up after this. Yeah, he was a little fired. He wanted up. to congratulate him on a solid run. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, what are you doing there for you dinner go. afterwards? Yeah. I don't think that's how it went. Nate Ryan's in the background right there. Nate. By the way. Boom. Nate Ryan's hiding. There you go. Number four, 1970. God, I love that Dale car. Senior. Look at that car. First cup win. When cars were cars. Look at that. That's, you can stick your whole arm out chrome, the window. Did you see that he had his whole arm out the window, man? That's jamming right there. That's good. Got a school bus mirror in it so you can see out back. Hey, 1993, this was a, a rough weekend for everyone in NASCAR. Yeah, gonna, Days after the tragic death of Alan Kowicki, Rusty Wallace dominates and, and pays tribute to him after the race. Yeah, and then the Polish victory lap. Saddest weekend ever at a racetrack uh, that I was ever at. And, and I'm, I'm saying that because the whole weekend was just flat because the accident with, with uh, Allen happened the night before we checked in. So that was a sad weekend. And it's third in that race, by the way, KP. Number two, a dramatic final lap. 1990, Davey Allison beats Mark Martin by eight inches. Look at that. 
That's Rick, close. That's a tight Rick, finish. Racetrack looks different back then. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> asphalt makes Don't get Dale Jr. started on that. Don't yeah. get Dale Jr. started. Yeah, the asphalt again. Hey, the bump and run alive and well in 97, Jeff Gordon. This is version one. There's a version two a few years later. Jeff Gordon said, get out of the way, Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Coming by. Ooh. Hey, it worked. Yeah. And Ray Abraham celebrating. Uh, by the way, something that might make the top five list after Saturday. Check this out. Tyler Reddick this weekend. The Dolly Parton paint scheme. KP, you only wish you had that paint scheme when you were driving. You got that right. <laughs> Ain't nothing better than a paint car. It's going to be easy to find him this weekend. He's in the uh, Xfinity Dash for cash, too, by the way. That's, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. That You win in the Dolly Parton car? I mean, you're, <laughs> in Tennessee? Yeah. You, you've, yeah. You're, you've locked yourself you win in, in the Dolly Parton legendary car. status. Yes, and you have to get out and say, I'm going to Dollywood. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Dollywood. Is that part of his deal, you think? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It's, it's, it's got to be. I agree. That's a rider in it's the contract. <laughs> uh, by the way, we've been promising it since we started the show, AJ. Uh, how was your first race at <laughs> Bristol? Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, so I've never been so happy to qualify last in my life because we had <laughs> this missed is the Red the Bull car. Yeah, this right? is the Red Bull car. My first year in Cup, there was like 60 cars a week Look trying to make their race. Look at that. So baby AJ. face there. Oh my God. I came off a of turn two and she got a little tight and I thought, I'm not missing another race. I hit the wall twice down the back straight Wait, away. You literally which is, qualified last, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Like, it's okay. I was, I was pumped. And then during <laughs> that race, they had told me, because that's when you were running the bottom. Like, you can't yeah. get out of the groove. And I got a little wide, and I was like, oh, Ken Trader's behind me. He should let me back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's how Bristol works. <laughs> That's how Bristol works, man. And, uh, That's that, exactly that was it. it. By the way, Dale Jr. was there that day. Did you, you remember that, right? He was there? Dale Jr. was there that day. Okay. Should yeah. have asked him for some lessons. Here you are with Dale Jr. Were you asking him lessons? That's qualifying right before you qualified last. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, – actually, I think at that point I was wondering – because his hair looked more bleached than mine. So I was trying to figure out <laughs> how to get more bleach in his hair because I wanted to go that style. Oh, Nothing my about gosh. Qualifying, oh, my the gosh. Bleach the, in the bleaching hair. of the hair. That was okay. it. Yeah. Well, fortunately, Dale <laughs> Jr. does not bleach his hair any longer. And by the way, a big announcement today, our own Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be part of our Indy 500 coverage. Talk to him. He is fired up to be in Indianapolis. Good. I know he's pumped up to be there. Have fun. And this weekend, the IndyCar Series is in Alabama. Barber Motorsports Park. Penske driver Joseph Newgarden going for three in a row there. And don't forget, the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500, is on NBC this May. More phone calls on Motor Mouse next. Coming up on Wednesday Night Hockey, two teams heading in different directions. Ryan O'Reilly and the Blues are going to the playoffs. But tonight, they're in Chicago, where Jonathan Taves and the recently eliminated Blackhawks will look to finish the season strong. NHL Live gets things going next. You know, we're sitting here at WDEV. This is where you started. Radio Free Vermont. Radio Free Vermont. But my question is, once a radio man, always a radio man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I'm in the little town in which I was born. You know that old, I can't think, I think it was uh, Marty that did that song about the thing that keeps us going are the good folks, are the good folks in the last town that we played. Yeah. Uh, that's what's so special about coming back on a day that's three below here in Vermont and thinking about how really blessed I was to get to know the kind of people that I wanted to be associated with. 
Yeah, they may not be perfect, but they're pretty damn close. That is awesome. Brand new coffee with Kyle just dropped yes. hours ago. Check it out on our Please Sports watch page on NBC Sports YouTube channel. He's fantastic, So, man. so I want to know, A, what's the studio like? Because that studio, studio is be, legendary. Yeah, the studio should be, they should just pick it up and put it in the Smithsonian. His, his, listen, his father has owned that studio. They've owned that studio since 1931. Wow. Uh, that, that radio station in that studio, in that building, it is, it's like walking into history. And Ken, his knowledge of the sport, especially racing in Vermont, but being there at Daytona and being the track announcer, starting MRN in 69, watching bringing CBS and bringing yeah. uh, NASCAR to TV. I, I mean, his history is amazing. It's a great piece. He's, he's, he makes it great. I'm coffee with you. Kyle is awesome. Coffee with yeah. Kyle, people. And, yeah, check it out. Make sure you check it Motor out. Motormouth on, on Wednesday, page. Coffee with Kyle, any other day. <laughs> there you go. All right. Back to more phone calls. Jackson in South Carolina. What's on your mind, Jackson? Hey, guys. Um, I'm just wondering, should have Ryan Newman been penalized for the clogging of pit road during qualifying. Good point, Jackson. I don't know. What do you think? They did ask him to move over, Kyle, and he did. That's his attempt to move over right there. Although Clint Boyer wasn't very happy about it. No. No. Look, I don't. Listen, there are no. What's your rules? Give me your rules. You know what I mean? Well, you got to leave a lane open. The middle you lane. Gotta, well, you got to leave a lane open. He didn't block the, the lane completely. So, I, I mean, we're, we're here in Charlotte, and we've got I-77. There's two <laughs> lanes they don't use over there, period. Okay? On I-77. So, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a NASCAR call. And this qualifying stuff is so script. I don't want no more calls on qualifying. Okay? <laughs> this is a race show. We talk about racing. I don't know why you fans have got so torqued up about one hour on a Friday afternoon, how that ruins your whole weekend. That has mesmerized. I, I don't even want to talk about it. You don't work up about this. I am. I am. Are you more worked up about that or the fact that you can't use the toll lanes yet on 77? Both. Both. (laughs) I mean, if I got to go north, I want those toll lanes. I just want to get over there in them. You know what I mean? All right, Jake, what's on your mind? That was a good question. Yes, I was wondering, uh, who do you all think will get the first one? Who do you think will win first this year, Ron Blaine or Chase Elliott? Hmm. The two buddies. Who do you think wins first, AJ? Okay. Uh, Based off of the overall speed of the organization, I'm going to say Ryan Blaine. Yeah. I think Chase is doing a lot with that race team right now. He's carrying Hendrick Motorsports really up until Texas where a lot of the cars ran a lot better. But, yeah, he needs to finish. Yeah. I think Marty, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, 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 that's what I said he's earlier. Finish, if, just, but, if you just go by the first five or six races, Ryan's had looks at wins. Yeah. Yeah, and had more looks at wins than what Chase has. So I'm going to look Ryan. at the racetracks coming up, and I'm going to say Chase Elliott because you look at this weekend, pretty good at Bristol, um, Ryan Blaney was leading at Bristol when he got I, I know, but I would say Richmond Blaney, is, he'll tell you, his worst racetrack okay. in Kansas. Chase Elliott won there last year. Right. So well, There we have it. Write, write it down. Marty said it. Ah, uh, whatever, Kyle. <laughs> so coming up on Motor Mouse, we've got your feedback from our hashtag, Let Me Say This. Nate Ryan joins the program next. Let me say this. Now I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say this. Sorry, caller. But I'm gonna say this. And let me say this. But I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you. But I'm telling you. But I'm telling you something. And listen, I will say it forever. Uh, three let me say were, this. Three of those were from last week, everyone. In case you want to know, just that was really last week. So, yeah. hey, four, if you're on the line, break. 
Hang on, we will get to you in our post show, but we want to welcome Nate Ryan to the fray today. Pretty What's happening in the let me say this hashtag? Hashtag let me say, say this starts off for, at race for Monday. Question for AJ Allmendinger. IMSA has great racing. AJ Dinger, what is something from the sports car world you'd like to see NASCAR implement? Hmm. Oh, that's, that's a, a good really question. Good I'm not ready for that, that one. That is a good one. Uh, that's like our commercial talk in the middle of an IMSA race, isn't it? It's, it's just such different racing. So try to implement something is, is tough to do. Uh, you know, what What makes that so different than anything else is there's just multiple classes going on. Yeah, yeah. So there's always passing. Now, maybe it's not for position, but there's always some sort of racing action. And yeah. that's it at, at running the Rolex 24-hour race, whether I've been in a prototype car my first 12 years or a GT car the last two. There's always racing going on. So uh, I don't know how you implement something, but it's just yeah, yeah. it is fantastic racing because there is racing. Yeah, action. I hear that. Maybe thirty more cars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag. Let me say this, uh, Ryan. Do you think Kyle Larson fans should start to worry about his start of the season, or do you think he can turn it around? Mm. What do we think? Yeah. I mean, look, it's how many races they seven. run? Seven. Thirty-six. We run seven. Yeah. So I mean, you've got eighty percent of the season, whatever it is. Yeah. Can he turn it around? Yeah. They can turn it around. Yeah. Uh, they need to start. Uh, the one car, in comparison to what Kurt Busch is doing, that's what They're makes better. it look worse right. uh, than right. what it really is. Right. Okay, uh, Lyle Unger Jr., NASCAR is finally listening to lifelong fans and putting the best tracks in the chase. Can't wait to see Bristol. He says chase. Playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs. Bristol in the playoffs. Let's call it the chase. Yeah, it's a good yeah. thing. Um, let's move on to our friend Marvin Blue, who uh, wants to know Marvin. about driver intro songs. What song would you guys come out to? Obviously, you've come out to a song. What, what's your song at Bristol, your driver intro song? I mean, I, I change it up. You have to keep it fresh. So whether I was in a rap mood that day or, <laughs> you know, I mean, the way Bristol was, I'd go in sync. It's tearing up my heart. <laughs> oh, my heart there we go. <laughs> so he's singing this week. Did you ever? You do never one? got to do no, that. No, we didn't never do did. one. Okay. What would you? What, would you what are you yeah. talking about? I, what would you affect? Mm, I don't know. Long black veil or something. I mean, something. Seen that before? Okay, yeah. I don't know what that is. Some sad. Quick thing is, how bad is if I don't have, if, I don't have anything? Do they do, do they do it for the Xfinity races too? Nope. Okay. No. Eat the say, rich. Here's I what I say: I, if Reddick did come I, out I, to a Dolly Parton the, song, eat the rich. I think I would play Eat the Rich. I prefer Long Black Veil. Um, <laughs> Darren wants to know, um, or actually he has a comment about the 48. Uh, let's not get excited about how the 48 ran at Texas Motor Speedway. AJ, uh, what was different from the earlier mile and a half tracks for the 48? And he they brought a completely different car. They say PJ one. They say PJ one is his savior. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. But yeah. I, I, they brought a completely different car is the yes, answer to the yeah. question. Yeah. So they, they, here, here's the, who, who sent that in? Darren. Darren, here's what happened. They didn't do anything. They just counted on them putting PJ1 out, and they went down there and said, we'll run better. Okay. <laughs> uh, sarcasm, Darren. Corey wants sarcasm. to know, with all four Joe Gibbs Racing drivers doing well, uh, what do you see in Christopher Bell's Cup future? This is a popular question. Somebody getting booted out. <laughs> yeah. So who's the weakest yeah. link Somebody's at that point? Getting, yeah. getting out. Christopher Bell in. Good okay. Point. And then finally, let's wrap up. Hashtag let me say this with uh, an animal. Uh, Mr. Tickles. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Tickles just chilling. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Jared. He, uh, he, for a fact, <laughs> loves KP Rants as well. Yes. Really? Thank you, Mr. Does Tickles. Every Wednesday motor, Wednesday afternoon, Motormouth Tickles watching KP Rants. NHL Live is next. We're headed to YouTube. Check us out there. See you then. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.